Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans, this is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! Sweet Caroline. Good times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good. Sweet Caroline and freedom. Hey, why are we singing that? Because we're honoring the Boston people. Shout out! Roger that. Shout out to the Boston people. Boston Marathon rocks. Big Daddy. Roger that. Hoss. Episode four. Four. And we haven't been canceled yet. No. But I feel like it's coming. Welcome to Fork Talk. Fork Talk. Fork Talk is the shiznizzle of the <laughs> nizzle shits. That it is. Who are you? Well, I'm Big Daddy. And of course, sitting across from me is my lovely, charming co-host, the one, the only, Brett Hoss Lathrop. Who did he? <laughs> and his all-girl kazoo band. <laughs> so who else we got on staff I was never, tonight? I was never very good at the kazoo. That's why you have a band. You're the conductor. Ah, yeah, okay. You, you don't have to play it. Well, that'd be pretty easy. You could probably drink while doing that, I think. All you got to do is wave around a little white stick. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. You know, everyone's blowing in a kazoo. <laughs> um, we are here with... Uh, our staff, as always. Yes. Hey, we got a, almost a full staff. Tonight. Almost a full staff. Yep. Uh, intern Slim Jim out once again doing that thing that teenagers do. Playing soccer. Playing soccer. As opposed I, to standing on the corner and picking up chicks. Yeah, but he was going out with friends and stuff. He, Where? You know, he's... he's. Uh, I think he was going to some pizza joint. Oh, pizza joint? Which you is know, good. You know, when I was a kid, we used to say, yeah, we're going to a pizza joint. Yeah. You know what it meant? What? Hookers. <laughs> He's not going out with the hookers. How do you know? You watching him? No. Yes, I do. You got actually. hooker cam on him? I got the little phone app that we follow oh. him, so I'll know. That's a good idea. Unless he leaves it with one of his friends and goes visit hookers. <laughs> no, stop it. All right, fine. All right, and we've got uh, your handler is back. Yes. Devil Ange. Devil Ange is here. And mm-hmm. I see you have your uh, national treasure requirements of pistachios got and my green pistachios, M&Ms. Green M&Ms over here, and I got a Bud Light Lime in Bud my Light hand. Bud Light Lime. And, uh, we have new, a new addition. New addition to the mascot crew. To the family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. <laughs> the... the no, no. We're in trouble, dude. Don't even, don't you dare mention that dog before you mention somebody else. Well, our producer, Candy Sprinkles. <laughs> Indeed. We love Candy <laughs> Sprinkles. She keeps us honest. She does help with all kinds of awesome things. Yes, she does. Yeah. She keeps you in line. She does. Well, she, she keeps you in line occasionally. Well, she has to. Somebody yeah. has to. And hopefully the board works today. Yeah, it would be nice. Yep. It'd be, be it would suck to record the whole show again and then have to do it again. I don't like know, we did last I, time. I don't know what you're talking about. You know why that happened? Why do you have to bring up some painful memories? Because <laughs> you know why it happened? Because Candy Sprinkles wasn't here to fix it. I think you're right. I think you're right. But we have a, a, a new addition to the, the mascot. Group. We do. Yeah? We do. We have Maggie May. Maggie May. Maggie May is a three-quarter Great Dane. 
one quarter mastiff. Mm. She's uh, she's going to be a big girl. Oh yeah, she's our seven week old pup, um, and she's already gained like already half of her body weight. Have you played her? Have you played her her theme song yet? No, I haven't. Wake up, Maggie. I huh? Think about. Why are you telling her she's not asleep? She's sitting right here. Something to say to you. Why are you serenading my my dog? I don't know, but I love that song. You're weird. You know who sang that? Um, I think it was a guy and... from England named Rod Stewart. Yep, sixteen ounces of Rod Stewart. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a new staff member though. Who? Yeah, we well. Rod dude, Stewart Scottish, dude. Did you know Rod Stewart Scottish? Yeah. Do you know where I got the name Maggie May? Where'd you get it? Not from the song. No. Maggie is actually short for Magnus. Her real name is Magnus Ver Magnuson Samuelson Schmidt. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, I have a lot of respect for you because first of all, Magnus Val Magnuson <laughs> is my favorite uh, world strongman competitor ever four-time winner i adored him he's a good dude yeah um no we have a new staff member so as people are getting to appreciate uh fork talk nation and the power that this podcast has around both not only the pacific northwest but the united states and the world global yeah um we, although are bigger guys and can handle ourselves, we too need security. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. You are absolutely right. Yeah. The other day, remember you and I were walking down the street, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden we get mobbed. Mobbed by what seemed like 10 or 12 people. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I said, oh my God, I don't feel safe. And you said, calm down. They're Girl Scouts. They were trying to sell us cookies, I guess. But <laughs> I... I thought they were after us. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. They it had, was a scary. I saw it in your eyes. You were scared. They had the devil in their eyes. Well, you don't want to get... Waving freaking... You don't want to get between yourself and a motivated Girl Scout cookie seller. Uh, and those Thin Mints hurt. That little... Sh- if I ever catch that little <laughs> shit, she's in deep trouble. I'll tell you that right now. No, we've got security in the house. A very special guest from uh, Canada. Hold on a second. Let's wake him up. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Dom. Hey, Dominic. Dom. Meet. Meet. Oregon. Oregon. And he's doing exactly what security people do. He's sitting Not down. Not a goddamn thing. He's sitting down. <laughs> he's eating. And he's looking at his phone playing Angry Birds. Is he playing Angry Birds? Yeah. That or some kind of por- pornography that he shouldn't be looking what at. What are you playing, Dom? <laughs> hey, come over here and say hi to the gang. Come here and say hi to the audience. we got about uh, five listeners. <laughs> Stick your face right in there and talk. Hello, everyone. Hey. Ooh, hey, he's a natural. Kind of silky smooth. That's that kind of funny. It didn't sound anything like him. All right. Sit your ass down. Because normally he sounds like, hey, how you doing? I'm <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> he does not. You're so bad. That's the way I hear it. All right. Um, website www.fork-talk.com or at Facebook on Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Yeah, Facebook, baby. Yep. Um, Let's do some sponsor shouts. Yes, absolutely. Our yeah. number one sponsor, yeah. as always, always takes good care of us. We got this thrilling new episode of Fork Talk is brought to you by Mattress Ranch. When you need a new mattress, you owe it to yourself to check out the Mattress Ranch. No phone sales. New elbow twists and sales people. Just every low prices by reasonably nice people. Ten convenient locations throughout Washington and Alaska. That's right. Even in Alaska, they got places up there. 
and online at mattressranch.com. That's one word, mattressranch.com. Mention Fork Talk, and what do you get, Hoss? You get a funny look. You're damn right to do, because they have no idea what we're talking about. However, I have a feeling that perhaps... Pardon Good, me. Goodness sakes. Uh, you whoops, okay? Hey, oh, Jesus. Easy, Tasted easy. like shrimp. Be careful. I didn't even eat shrimp. Anyway, uh, those guys are... Well, we're going to become a household name. Pretty much. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Yeah. So uh, eventually, he's gonna have he's gonna be in a lot of trouble because they're gonna we're gonna people are gonna met, mention us, yeah, and he's gonna have to give them some kind of a discount. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, he might we not be might not be able to use that for a long time. Right, right. Saying. Yeah, the people are gonna like come it. in there. They're gonna be demanding their discounts like and such. You know. Well, we also have a returning sponsor for our historical figure segment, G Force Strength Unit. But we'll oh, talk yeah. about that uh, when we get to historical figure. The G Force guys. Yeah, my man. Um, all right, great show for you today, folks. Big show. Yeah, big. big. We got current events to talk about. We've got big show. We've got who's the biggest drinkers in the Highland Games? That's a good one. Other like than that us, topic. yeah, yes. that's a good one. Uh, we're going to talk about hammers. Hammers. Yeah, we're going to continue event, our, our various events. Uh, we're going to talk about historical figures. figures. Yeah, so it should be a good one. What else we got? I got one more thing there, eh? Uh, no, that's different now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why we're talking about little schoolgirls. Oh, How'd that get on the list? Why would we be talking about that stuff? So, uh, anyway, uh, let's start out with some shout outs. You know, as, as you always say, Brett, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> we do. And, uh, like I always say. They keep getting shorter by the minute. That's right. Because we're so big and heavy. Because it hurts, by God. Yeah, um, I thought it'd be cool to, um, you know, we're getting real close to the, the traditional season for Highland Games. Indeed. Yes. You know what? This is the best time of year. Yeah. Because the anticipation of the Highland Games season. Of course, you know, last season for me ended late. You know, I was done November 11th, you know, Mississippi State Championship. Yep. I won it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I digress. Sorry about that. Talking I'm, about myself. Doo -doo -doo. That's my own horn. Yeah. Anyway, twenty-nine foot chief won the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, I you know you take a couple weeks off, you get back in your off-season training, and then basically you're locked in your dungeon, lifting weights, lifting weights, you know, trying to get bigger and stronger for the next season, and then you you know you poke your head out, you know, usually you know Marchish, you yeah. know, maybe April, depending, you know. Right. Uh, but this this season's been a little different. Off-season, you know, you and I have been throwing like you know every weekend or so, yep. pretty much, yep. you know, standard. Yep. Um, at least once, you know. Yep. Um, but this time of year is awesome because the anticipation that in probably less than a month, yeah, about we're going to be yep. participating in one of the best, if not the best, Highland Games, you know, that we know of. Yeah. That we that we participate in. There's a lot of great Highland Games out there. Yep. But Victoria, the 150th. Yep. You know, is, it's going to kick off our season this year. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Uh, Ray Shahavitz, the AD, is doing a bang up job. He you know, is getting ready. Yep, and we're just looking forward to it. You know, so this this part of the season, the anticipation of you know, we've done all the work, right? We've thrown our throws, we've lifted our weights, you know, and now it's time to just get in there and start. Competing. It is. It's exciting. Um, so we have got uh, a lot. It's amazing how many games. The and my my information here comes from NASGA, right? And for those who don't yeah. know. Uh, great website, probably one of the premier websites for the athletics in Highland Games. It's nasga.web. Uh, yeah, N-A-S-G-A. 
Yeah. Dot web. And uh, it's a it's a great resource, and it's where all over the country people put in the athletic directors who are the people who run the various athletic competitions at the Highland Games in each of the venues, uh, put their information in there and tell you when the games are each year and this and that. So you can go in there and search. So I searched on Highland on. Games one, April. One, let me say one thing yeah. about NASCA. Yeah. Because it always – people always seem to forget. NASCA is not free. It's not free to run a website. No, know? no, yeah. And yeah. if you go on NASCA – They take donations, don't they? They do. They do. Yeah. And it's very simple. You can go on PayPal and you can donate. I've done it myself. Mm-hmm. Um you know, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, whatever, five bucks. You know, yeah, it, it helps. helps to keep the the web running, and they're really good at keeping scores. You know, and if you want to see how somebody did, you know, from last week, yeah, you know, in a games that you couldn't participate in, it's awesome. If you want training advice, everyone train they put their training logs on there so you can follow them. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Lot current events, stuff. a lot of great stuff. I was and, actually you know, thinking we should have those guys on. You know, segment. that's really kind a good of, idea. Kind of Craig Smith is pretty much the, the guy that, you know, pretty much monitors and runs that thing the most, yeah. you know. So yeah. I think I'll, I'll send him a PM. We'll, we'll try to make that happen because cool. it would be good. To, it would be good for them. You know, it's good for throwers. You know, it's a site just for throwers, and it's been around since, what, 1980-something? Yeah, something. It's been around a long time. Yeah, so. Okay, so uh, games here just to the end of April to give out shouts. Uh, we got the Loch Norman Highland Games, 19th through the 21st in Huntsville, North Carolina. I like any games that starts with Loch. Yeah, true. And their AD, uh, Todd McDougall. Uh, the Ormond Beach Celtic Festival, the 20th in Ormond Beach, Florida. And their AD, Bob Goulet. I, I, I saw that and I went, Robert <laughs> Goulet is an AD? No. Hello, he's, I'm Robert Goulet. He's not. Oh, he's not. However, Robert Goulet yes. sang the best Christmas music of anybody I've ever heard. Really? He makes Bing Crosby sound like some kind of a weasel in a garbage can. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Bing Crosby doesn't hold a candle to that dude. Not a candle. What the hell are you looking at? <laughs> Meat's got some, something interesting. Oh, the security? Uh, yeah. What, he wake up? He did. I think he had indigestion. Hey, there's people standing at the door trying to get in. How about helping out with them? Scarborough Renfest Highland Games, 20th, 21st in Waxahachie, Texas. Man, that's a name. The AD is Brittany Boswell. Yeah, I believe yep. so. And uh, Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and lime. Wow. Lime. What? Time. That Time. is definitely not your forte. <laughs> well, it's a high pitch. I'm not very good. Uh, I'm, not, the, I'm not Paul Simon over uh, here. Shouts to our friends who are throwing in the Vegas games. A lot of people throwing in that game. In the Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. Um, there's no AD listed actually in NASCA for that because I think they just point you to the SAAA. So yeah, they're run by for the, what it is. the organization. Uh, Warrensburg Highland Games in the tw- <laughs> as the 20th in Warrensburg, Missouri. And their AD Nathan Burchett. Uh, the Triad Highland Games, 26th and 27th in Greensboro, North Carolina, and their AD Scott Medlin. Uh, the 137th Sacramento Valley Games, 27th and 28th in Woodland, California. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking with Kel Mulray. Yeah, Kel Mulray. Diablo and, he said, and he said, I got to put that Sacramento Games on the list because it's a it's a fun game. We've got to co- go down for that. I think the SHA runs that, don't they? I don't know. Scottish it could be. Yeah. Could be. That could be a Steve Conway. Uh, well, I'll tell you, affair. if Conway's running, it's run well. Yeah. Uh, the Houston Highland Games, 27th, 28th in Houston, Texas. Who runs that? Uh, Kyle Spear, according okay. to the website. 
Um, Iron Thistle Scottish Festival. That's a great name. What a great name. Iron Thistle <laughs> Scottish Festival, 27th and 28th in Yukon, Oklahoma. Yukon, Oklahoma. Yeah. What an interesting name for a place in Oklahoma. Yeah. Jonathan Irvine. Hey, good buddy of ours. Jonathan friend of the show. Irvine. Very good friend of the show, Jonathan True. Irvine. True. Irvine. Uh, and then such a good friend, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Southern Maryland Celtic Festival on the twenty seventh in Leonardstown, Maryland. Maryland, and their AD Alexandra Duncan Murray. Oh, hyphenated name. Yeah. Uh, so that's the shouts for the games. Good luck, throwers, coming up next few weeks to the Roger end that. of the month. Be safe. Throw far. That's right. PRs for everybody. PRs for everybody. Um, that's personal record for those uninitiated. Yeah, for you people that don't speak Highland games. Yeah, which we love those people listening, and we want to educate them. I don't care for them. Come on, you do too. Why? You love it. (laughs) All right, fine, I do. Love it. If they're listening, they're friends. A few special web and Facebook shouts, so not a ton. It's been kind of quiet on the old social media Facebook world. Starting to get a little pissed off again. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You know what? No. I'm I'm tired of you telling me I'm not pissed off. I am pissed off. Why? 200 likes. Two hundred and seriously, we had five hundred and some hits on our podcast, and we got two hundred likes. Dude, I appreciate that, but according to like metrics on Facebook, getting to over two hundred likes on a group type page is a big ding. Dude, not on my athlete page, J Big Daddy O'Neill, I've got yep. two hundred likes. Yeah, but I think you figured out how to like forge about one hundred ninety five that are somebody. So what? I still have two hundred likes. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes you, um, Cass. Uh, thanks for the shouts on the congrats to getting 200 plus likes. Guess who? Yeah. Uh, Tomatia. Tomotio. Tapatio. Tamila. 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 Tamalo. Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Yes. We love, we love uh, butchering. Tamala. Is that board not working? Tamila. No, the board's speaking again. Speaking again. The Candy Sprinkles it's a very, Memorial Web page. It is a very uh, sophisticated whiteboard because it actually has that uh, technology of text-to-speech. So it's, <laughs> she tends to write on it, yeah. and then it actually speaks as well. Hey, she's got a new edition. It just flipped us both off. <laughs> so, you know, I'm telling wow, you, that's, that's, a, a very that's an expensive board. board. That's very nice for you to buy her that. We um, and we, of course, uh, we also want to give some shouts to some fantastic guys. Ryan Stewart, good friends of the show. Ryan Stewart, pro yep. pro thrower uh, from uh, Utah. Yep, uh, great guy. He's actually going to be competing at our games. Yeah, up in Bellingham. Yeah, up in Bellingham, you yep. know, that'd be uh, great. And uh, he's going to be putting on a clinic there as well, which will be a really good clinic. He puts on great clinics. Good. He's going to have his DVDs for sale as well. You know? Cool. So good excellent. Guy. Uh, Duncan McCallum. Duncan McCallum, my man. Yeah, I can't say much about Duncan McCallum that people don't already hear from him. But he's a <laughs> <laughs> does, he does great YouTube videos yep. on practice stuff. Duncan McCallum has, has uh, shown a lot of people, you know, just taking the time to make uh, YouTube videos for people for instruction for Sheaf. You know, the guy does a, he does a nice job. He, he's just a good all-around kid. I yep. just like him. Now, on this next one, I hesitate to even mention it, Big Daddy, because, yeah. you know... I think normal... There's only five people listening, so go ahead. Yeah, well, podcasting, you know, 101 would say, don't don't tease this thing out too far because we don't know when the next competition will be because True. we we had an amazing competition with with uh, Jason Clevenger. That was an amazing competition. 400th sheaf away. Yeah, was... um, but we have a potential uh, competition. We do. That's coming. We do. One of our good friends of the show, Jonathan Irvin, uh, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Um... Great thrower, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes sheaf forks. 
And uh, he actually is going to donate one of his custom sheep forks for a member of our listening audience. And we're going to come up with a contest. We haven't come up with it now uh, yet. We're, we're still working on it. It's in the planning phase. But um, it'll be probably similar to our last one, you know, in respect of, you know, whatever we come up with. The winner is going to win the fork. It's going to be pretty simple. So I'm kind of, kind of wishing that uh, he would just send the fork up and forget about the competition. I just steal the fork. <laughs> you know, because he makes great forks. Excellent. Well, I look forward to that. Me too. All Me right. Too. That's it for shouts. Roger that. Shouts out. Time to musk up. Never ceases to amaze me. What cologne are you going to go with? London gentleman or... Wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. No. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. <laughs> it stings the nostrils. In a good way. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. All right, Big Daddy, it's time for some pop culture. Pop culture, yeah, where pop. we actually educate our listening audience on what's happening in current pop events. By the way, I was just shocked because the security uh, meet got up and did a perimeter shirt search. He did? Yeah. Did he find any? Well, I, I don't think so. We're all okay. Is so. anybody in the wire? <laughs> so he's good. <laughs> anybody in the compound there? Uh, he's oh, he's sat back down again. All is secure. <laughs> <laughs> all secure. Thank you very much, Ben. I go. feel safe. Man, a few words. I feel safe, dude. I know. I do, too. Well, he's I, not supposed to talk. He's just supposed to keep us safe. I feel cared for. Hey, Okay, so current events. Well, obviously. I can't the, say I like the way he's staring at me, but that's fine. <laughs> obviously, the, the one that's on everybody's minds, it's uh, evolving as we uh, as we actually record this, is um, the Boston bombing. Yep. Yeah. That's um, unfortunate that that happened. We kicked off uh, the show with a little ode to that. Um all I can think of uh, relevant to a Fork Talk and Fork Talk Nation is why the douchebags that did this <laughs> are not good Highland Games throwers. Oh, many reasons. First of all, a Highland Games guy would never be caught dead with a pressure cooker. True. We cook everything over an open fire. True. Right? True. Uh, two, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, their hat choice is suspect. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. Yeah. What's up with those hats? They had, didn't they have like a Dunlop or um, what was, Candy Sprinkles? What was it? Some sort of golf cap. It was a, a, oh, a Bridgestone golf cap. Oh, really? I mean, a, a thrower would have had a proper games, Highland Games hat or, you know, yeah. something. Uh, something. Or his, his sponsor, Popeye. A, a thrower would have never done it because we're all cool. Okay. Exactly. Only a douche does something like that. Exactly. But let me say something as well, you yeah. know, about this whole thing is, you know, people, they train their asses off for these marathons. And I'm, and I'm being serious. Yeah, fellow athletes. You know, they, yeah. they bust their humps. They run. You know, we lift heavy stuff. We throw heavy stuff. You know, that's our bag, you know. Yeah. These guys, they prepare. They run all the time. They're always running daily. To get ready for one of these marathons, they're running miles and miles and miles a day. Yep. And they, they go to this marathon, which is the biggest marathon, I'd say, in the United States. I don't yeah. think there's a bigger one. It's been around longer. 
Okay. You have to qualify to actually be able to run in this. Yep. And speaking from experience, because I actually did a marathon in 2006 in yes. Portland. Yep. It's a long goddamn time to be running, you know. <laughs> but I will say this. That was a long 12 hours for you, wasn't it? Was, it was. You know what? It really sucked because I could barely find the finish line. They were sweeping the, you know, sweeping <laughs> up. And, you know, it was the next day. They left a medal on a chair. Here you go. There's your participation medal. But, <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, I, you know, I would have been safe because, you know, the my bomb went off about four hours, you know. So I, w- I would have been safe by at least four hours. Yeah. You know, but, you know, the, the thing that I hate about these kind of things is it's chicken shit. Yep. You know, it's a chicken shit way to do something, you know. And uh, I just don't, I, I didn't care for it when it happened. I don't care. I don't, I don't really even care to think about it. Yep. But all I got to say is, as fellow athletes, you know, we pour our hearts, our hearts out to these people and we, you know, we say a little prayer for the people that got hurt and got killed yep. and their families. And uh, we're just going to leave it at that. But you yep. know what? Our hearts are out to the Boston uh, people. True, true. Um, also relevant to the games on that, though, Big Daddy, uh-huh. I looked up that, uh, according to NASGA at least, there's only one Highland Games in Massachusetts. It's, yeah, it's got a cool it's, name. It's the Glasgow Lands Scottish Festival in July, July 20th, in hmm. Northampton, Massachusetts, which Northampton is about 100 miles um, west of Boston. Um, is it west or east? It's west because there's really nothing. 100 miles east of Boston, <laughs> you're in the ocean. Yeah. Um, but well, my, my, my sheet says east. Uh, it must have been an error with uh, the yeah. preparatory um, person. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. I don't I, know who that would have been. I don't either. Um, but anyway, and uh, Glasgow, I lo- first of all, Glaswegians in Scotland hmm. have the some of the thickest, nastiest Scottish accents that you can't understand. If you've ever actually seen a program or been there and listened to Glaswegians speak, it it you you know they're speaking English, <laughs> but you're not exactly sure what they're saying. Right. It is really, really a thick accent. What is it in the Winston Churchill said that about the English and the Americans? Two Countries separated by, by a common language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Uh, other cultural uh, current events. Oh, the History Channel. Yeah, you know what? They stepped it up, dude. The, so first of all, we are, our influence is so powerful. It's amazing. That we on a podcast two weeks ago talk about how the Earl and specifically his weasel oh, little sidekick. Fat little dude with the beard. Little, oh, he was he just a great actor because you just want to punch him in the face every time you see him on screen. I don't think he was acting. I think that's probably that guy's normal <laughs> persona. Well, he's going to be typecast. That's all I know. Well, he's dead now, so <laughs> yeah. who gives a shit? And I wasn't even upset when... Uh, someone, I think it was Kel Mulray, posted on Facebook like, wow, you, <laughs> you guys were amazing because they all bought it. And I hadn't watched the episode yet. And I wasn't even upset. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, well, you knew the guy's number was coming anyway, right? Oh, you man. Well, I thought they were going to draw that out longer and just keep teasing us with their evilness. Yeah, yeah. Well, but he's gone. It kind of sucks. I mean, I, I don't know that I'd want to be hired by that show because – they, they killed off the best-looking Viking on episode episode two. Right. They got a guy that's like six that. foot six. He's a big, older-looking guy. He's got yep. a beard down to his knees. Yep. And what do they do? He's taking a piss. They kill him. Yeah, they killed him. Right now, they kill the Earl, who's the baddest guy in the, in the damn thing. I love though the way the weasel got it right because he'd helped torture Ragnar's brother. Oh yeah. And so yeah. Ragnar's brother walks over just with an axe and just buries it in his chest. Right. But I love the way the actor just looked. He had this look on his face like. 
I can't believe this is happening. Like, right. this can't be happening. And he's like trying to pull the axe out, and it's like <laughs> he can't get it out, and he just keels over because it ain't coming. Out. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I wish I kind of wish they'd have prolonged that a little bit. I would have liked to see him torture him. I would, in fact, I think if they'd have done an entire episode on torturing that little fat ass, <laughs> I would have been, watched that with popcorn. It would have been it would have been one of their highest rated. In fact, be. I don't think they. I think they should have used. Re, I don't no fake blood, no nothing. Seriously, torture that little son of a bitch. <laughs> wow, easy. I'm sorry. You're, you're getting I, you're getting the guy little... pissed me off, dude. <laughs> Obviously, uh, it's a good show because it's got me this riled up. I know, it's got y'all riled up. I need up. to take a drink. Yeah, yeah. calm down. Take a, take a big, deep breath <laughs> there, Big Daddy. Um, okay, and and then this final bit. I, I just found this funny. I found an, an article in uh, on the BBC News in Scotland. Mm-hmm. BBC News has a Scotland uh, section. BBC Scotland. Yeah, BB, BBC One. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, and, and the title is Bringing Bears to Scotland to Debate... Uh, at Lochinver, bringing bears to Scotland. Bringing bears to Scotland to be debated mean? at Lochinver. So bringing big hairy gay men to Scotland. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Uh, no, we you are. Mean there's none there. No, we're not. there. There must be. There, there are. I would hope so. Yeah, I'm sure there are. But no, this is actually the the um, the animal. Oh, you mean a real oh, yeah, okay, a bear? Right. <laughs> Never mind. Um, we might have to edit that part out. I don't know. No, no, it's good stuff. <laughs> that's that's podcasting gold, baby. Um, so the story starts with the the wildlife experts are to discuss whether large animals that were native to Scotland in the distant past could one day be reintroduced. Monday's debate on the pros and cons of bringing black, uh, bringing back bears, black bears, no, bringing back bears, okay. wolves and lynxes will be held in Lochnever in Sutherland to mark Earth Day. What's the point of that? Now you're going to bring a bunch of predators to a place that's peaceful, right? the The event will include a visit to. Why don't we the, bring a bunch of boa constrictors and and more snakes to Florida? They already got that problem. Florida? I thought we were talking about Scotland. The event will include a visit to, uh, boy, I don't know how, Ichnadamf Ichnadamf Bone Caves. God bless you. Where brown and polar bears' remains have been found. Now, Big Daddy, you may may not know this about me, but in... uh, (laughs) That's a lot of things I'm finding out slowly (laughs) but surely. You may not know this about me, but I have a degree in communications, but it was a major in journalism. Really? Yes. No wonder you're so up on this podcast stuff. And I, um, so, and having that background, I am a bit of a stickler for reading both news and or watching um, news on TV and good journalistic traditional um Rules and right. stylings and w- the way you're supposed to do things and the who, what, where, why. Fact-finding. Fact-finding and yeah. all that. And I hate it when certain things... You must love me then because I am a kick-ass journalist. Yeah, you are very factual and <laughs> detail-oriented and I love it. Thank you. Not. Um, so, at first I'm loving this article. But then as it gets closer... Uh, the first thing that clued me in that there was probably something wrong with this article was, first of all, it's it's marked by Earth Day. 
So we got a bunch of awesome tree huggers who want to introduce bears into Scotland that once were there, but now are not. And the first part <laughs> of the article, you would think it leads you to think that what they're talking about is that, you know, bears and lynx and these were hunted off by humans, for example, right? Uh, or yeah. killed and taken out of their natural habitat and, you know, and destroyed, right? right. Yeah. Like, like, like we put them all on a big ship and took and them And at off. first I'm thinking to myself, well, that's a cool idea. If there's actually some forest lands and things and they can actually reintroduce these native populations back in. And now that there's better controls on it, that would be kind of cool, right? I'm thinking that. Yeah, no bear hunting. Yeah, until the next line in the damn story where the the writer says, bears are thought to have died out in Scotland in the prehistoric period. (laughs) They... It wasn't human, <laughs> evil human beings who killed them. They died out natural selection. They were gone. Right, right. So we don't need to introduce them back to Scotland. They migrated with the ice flows. Well, there's a reason they're not there anymore, right? Because they're not there anymore? Because they're not there anymore. So <laughs> why would you bring them back? I know. I thought that was funny. It's ridiculous. That was funny. Um, and so, and by the way, so lynxes. You know, I think there's like a, they're like a little cat that like kills everything in its sight. Yeah. At the point of years. Yeah. 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 And then you got the, the, the wolves. They want to bring wolves back. Yeah. But here's another and thing. Bears. They say specifically that. What are they going to bring next? Piranha and stick yeah. them in the freaking lake? So they just, well, they were going to try it. They were going to bring like some Romanian uh, wolves to oh. Scotland in 2010 and put them out. And the, the, Romanian wolves have to be some badass wolves. And here's another reason why this journalist sucks. First of all. <laughs> You got somebody. Hey, hey, calm down, Austin. You got somebody (laughs) who's going to bring back wolves into a country that is half populated by people and half populated by what? Sheep. Sheep. (laughs) (laughs) So, good idea bringing back a primary predator who's going to feed on the sheep. Especially. That the Scottish farmers are nicely up there raising their lambs. That's how they live. They live by the sheep, right? So if they're not shearing them and selling the selling the wool and they're eating them and and uh, God only knows what else they're doing with them, but uh, why are you wearing those Velcro mittens again? Anyway, He's, so they, they said, and now they want to kill them off. Are they going to spring a? It's, it's ridiculous. You it's know, goofy. where'd you find this article? Uh, it, National Lampoon? What's funny is, so they, they said that they, they decided to drop the program because of the interest <laughs> of the animal welfare. I'm, I'm quite certain that uh, a f- local farmer went down to the local Highland Games, grabbed the three or four largest lads he could find, walked him down to the guy thinking about <laughs> doing this, and said, think again. Yeah, dropped a caber on his desk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to bring wolves and bears? Here you go. Here you go. That's the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah. All right, that's it for pop culture and events, baby. Roger that. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia. But only slightly less well-known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. (laughs) Big Daddy. Hoss. Topic one. Topic one, baby. Who drinks more? Athletes, athletics, pipers, or dance? Mm. Yeah, now for those initiated, because we like to help others who are not fully familiar with the games. Right. Highland Games. The few people that don't attend. Right. Festivals all over the country and the world. And at those, most of the best festivals have got three main legs of the awesomeness for Highland Games. That's true. You've got the athletics, which we love, of course. This is actually the best leg which yeah. everyone comes to see. 
we we have the Pipers, which have um, you know the amazing music, yeah, you know, blowing both, pipes, both single solos and bands. Yep, right. Man. You hear them and, all the time. And you've got the dancers, and you've got all the uh, uh, girls and boys and boys um, of all ages, uh, young and older. Yep, competing in solo or group activity for the very songs and stuff, right? And that that whole community of all those different people yeah. doing what they love uh, come together, and you get hundreds to thousands yeah. of people at these festivals. I'm taking your word for it because I got to be honest with you. We, we never get to see it. We anybody. don't get to see none of that shit. I know, but they are there. <laughs> yeah. So, and at the festivals, well, they have know. the different events around the different uh, venue areas. Right. Did you mention the beer garden? The beer garden. That was I was coming up to next. Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah, to step yeah. on your toes. No, no, that's fine. The beer garden, right? Right. So there's a beer garden. There better be. Usually one, at least one, sometimes more. There's more? That'd be great. Yeah. And um, and it's, of course, our personal opinion that some of the best games have their beer gardens along one side or field area of or near the athletics. The athletic field, yep. Right? That's the best place for it. And and it's just because, you know, for example, the the – the dancers are have music that's specific for what they're doing, and they're being judged on how well they do that, and they really don't necessarily want – I mean, they want people clapping before and after, but they don't want people cheering in, in the middle yeah. of their dancing. Hey, root, kid, step root, on the sword. Rooting from the <laughs> beer garden drunk, yelling at people, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and the same with the pipers. Um, you know, it's, a, it's very loud, so people can kind of cheer – but, again, it doesn't help to have hecklers when you're piping. Well, you couldn't hear them anyway. I mean, those bagpipes are loud. Buddy. They are loud. But one thing, as any, you know, like any big competitive athletic event, if you've got people cheering and screaming at you, whether they're sober or drunk, it's a good thing. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So um, those that have them near the athletic field do really well. It, it brings in big crowds for that particular item. I right. Think. Well, you get the people that want to watch the sporting event. Right. And the best way to watch a sporting event is, is with a beer in your hand. Exactly. You know, a lot of times they offer little finger foods or whatever, or hot dogs, you yeah. know. And then on top of that, when the athletes are finished, they don't have that far to walk to get over to the beer garden and have right. some beer, right? But now, You know my pet peeve about that, though? What? My pet peeve is when, and I think a lot of athletes have backed me up on this. Okay. When an athletic event is drawn out so long. That the beer you miss the beer garden. The beer garden closes. That's my pet peeve. On it that. is. It's it's actually a bit of a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it totally sucks the life out of you. Yeah, you know. Um, and now there's a misnomer, really, because people just assume because the athletes are bigger, you know, strong men type people, more manlier than everybody large, else. Large, yeah, you know, three hundred pounders, yeah. two heart, heavy two hundreders, all that. They just assume that we. Are the biggest drinkers. Right. Uh, and pipers come in all different sizes, right? Men Shapes. and women. And, the, of course, the kid, mainly the kids doing the dancing. And every, no one assumes they're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, although, not, maybe, although, not after, maybe not before the event. but Although know. they forget about the parents that have had to put them through all of the training and oh, yeah. the costumes oh. and the listening and all of those things. The parents right? are drunks. They're all, they have to be drunk, you know? So, I, so here's my list. All right. Now, do you have a list? I do. Do you want to do your list first, no, or do no, you want no. to do it second? No, go ahead. Yeah, because I, I think you and I concur on a lot of stuff, but I might have a little twist on mine. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so Fork Talk Nation, here is Haas's official list uh, in order, right, 
of who are the biggest drinkers. Right. In the Highland Games. Yep. yep. And I should go, I guess, from least heaviest to the most. That's good. Leaving the yeah. most the most drinkers to the end. Okay. Right. right. So, uh Bottom of the list is the heavy event athletes. Bottom of the list. Bottom of the list. Okay. We are not the biggest drinkers. Right. Uh, above that is that weird guy wearing the long leather jacket, the long hair, and the eight-foot-long Claymore sword. Oh, you mean the guy that actually escaped from the SCA and wandered <laughs> onto the Highland Games? <laughs> yeah, and everybody who's ever been to Highland Games knows exactly what I'm saying when I describe <laughs> the guy in the long leather jacket, long hair, with like some 12-foot sword um, wandering around the parade grounds. And he's wearing a matrix, like, like a matrix jacket on? Yes. And it's like 100 degrees off. Yes, he's next, right? Then there's Mothers of Dancers. <laughs> they're, they, they're a little bit stressed out. Next is the guy running the beer garden. Who typically has been imbibing in addition to selling tickets. Yeah? Yep. Then there is um, the drunken wench with the bustier and the boobs all pushed up and drinking out of some horn. (laughs) Drinking out of a horn. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, you have I, too. I, I, I want to be glad that I didn't see Oh that. my gosh. There are some they're, things you can't see, Austin. They're there. There's Highland Games people laughing right now because they can visualize these people in their local games. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. You know, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. Next is. Okay. So the second to the most is Fathers of Dancers. <laughs> All right. These poor. Do bad, they even show up? No, they're there. And these poor bastards have been sitting there having to watch their darling little girl. Dance, and if she's only danced, say, two dances uh, of the day, uh, he's had to wait all day well, any- for her two three-minute dances, and he would like nothing more to either be over at the athletics watching the guys <laughs> throw heavy stuff, or he's at the beer garden going to town. But he's so, ima- he's so you know... No, no, he's supporting his 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 daughter. No, he's not. He, yeah, he is. No. That's a good thing. Don't his give wife's him making him go. He doesn't want to go. Well, that's why he's drinking, dude. No, he he's, he his balls are in his wife's purse. Okay, <laughs> he, he he doesn't want to be there. He wants to be watching us throw heavy stuff. Yeah, okay, could, it could be. He'd rather be watching that. He was wishing that he was strong enough and big enough like us, but he's not. Because if he was. He would be taking shit from his wife, wow. who's making him stand there, watch wow. that stupid kid blowing Where's that the, dumb bagpipe. Is the filter working? It's not. What filter? The, the little special filter I created. My spit guard? It, it, it actually has a special... It's I ordered you a special one. Yeah. It's supposed to take that... That stuff that was coming out of your mouth yeah. and turning in, turning it into sweet nothings coming into the microphone. Yeah. Hey, look, everyone. There's a unicorn shitting Skittles. Next. <laughs> You're awful. Shut your mouth. And the number one, high, the number one. I'm not drinker, done about the Piper father. No, the number one. <laughs> calm down. The number one drinkers. The Pipers. The Pipers. The Pipers are the biggest drinkers. And here's the deal. As we've said, Highland Games guys start at eight or nine o'clock, have lunch, and then finish at three or four. And that means we get maybe a. Uh, uh, an hour to maybe three hours at the most in the beer garden. So it's not enough time with our size and mass to even get close. Right. The Pipers, Unless they're evangelical. as soon as they are done with their solo gigs or their band group, and they tend to finish a little earlier in the day so they can do their awards early, 
they, whenever I show up in the beer garden, those bastards have been there all day <laughs> drinking and I, I feel guilty. I feel like maybe I should switch to the pipes, Yeah, but then I can't. Well, of course you can't because yeah. you're not a piper. Anyway. So give me your list quick. I have a, my, my list is pretty short, okay. you know? So basically I'm going to say dancers, screw them. I never see them anywhere in the dance place. In fact, I never see them dance. Okay. I wonder if you're even at the Highland games. Okay. Uh, two. Uh, athletes. The athletes, you know, they drink in moderation. Okay? okay. Yes. Now, if a games ends at like 3, 3.30, yep. we go into the beer garden and we drink and we drink and we drink. Okay? Yep. Who's drinking with us? The judges. Judges. The athletic directors. Right. Right? Yep. But we're not just drinking. Okay? The problem is all the rest of those people that are in there, they're drinking just to drink. Okay. We're actually making business, okay? We're <laughs> we're we're doing stuff, productive stuff. We're talking about games. We're talking about technique. We're talking about judging. Who really? sucks? Who's blind? Who's drunk on a field? Kentra. <laughs> um, we're talking about all kinds of stuff, you know. And so that's that's kind of my list about the athletes and stuff and and that. But uh-huh. he, let me tell you about pipers. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Everyone, uh, shut up, you know, Big Daddy, you're going to talk about no, Pipers. No, be nice. The Pipers are a bunch of drunks. They're a <laughs> bunch of alcoholics. As soon as the beer garden's open, they're in there, okay? When you go to mass bands, yeah. do you know why mass bands is mass bands? No. Half those guys have corks in the end of their pipes. They're not even playing. <laughs> No, there. I'm telling you. They're the giant little, Boda bags. Yeah. <laughs> the little kids, the little kids are I blowing the tunes. That concept. That's the, and the guys are standing there pretending like they're blowing, but they're almost falling I, over because they're drunk. I say that's really smart. Yeah. So <laughs> there's something between the lung capacity of a piper and their ability to guzzle yeah. beer. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not lying about I'm that. Impressed. You know? And then you go to the beer garden. And they've already been there for hours, okay? They're, so they're, they're drunk. <laughs> so that's what i got to say about Pipers. All right. End of that one. Oh, and I've seen a couple of them. The only people I've ever seen <laughs> actually pass out at a freaking games in the beer garden? Yes. Pipers. Really? Yeah. You ever watch that movie, So I Married an Expert? Yes. And then he goes, there's a Piper down. There's a Piper down. That's true. <laughs> I have not gone to one Highland Games where I did not see a piper down. Well, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them at each game. There's probably three times, four times them to us. Yeah, but they're all scared of us. No, they're not. Yes, they are because they're drunk. <laughs> no, that makes, them, that makes them more, you know, Manly? powerful. Yeah, they're oh, like, yeah. I can take them on. Yeah, they're powerful, all right. Don't, I wouldn't mess with them because there's, they could do some Blow kind. <laughs> no, they could do some kind of um, massive... Uh, uh, Bruce Lee thing with the with the pipes that come out right. They just uncork them, and all of a sudden it's a nunchuck, and they're ah! <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Dude, you are so region. You are so region. I'm let's more go, afraid of that drum major. <laughs> that drum major comes at you with that big freaking stick he carries, and he wheels around like that. That's you know that's like yeah. a staff. It'd be like yeah. Bruce Leroy coming after you with that damn thing, <laughs> cutting your fucking head off with that. Stupid staff. I'm you're you're a dead man if that guy comes after you. Yes, I think we should go to the next topic. Yeah, they're not very tough. <laughs> what was that? It was bad. It, it had nothing. No fire. No energy. No nothing. You know I have a shoulder right here. You know? Hmm? Hmm? And it must pop, pop, pop. 
So tomorrow from five to seven, will you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary? It must be green, okay? Okay? Bend over and grab your ankles. Here comes the sheriff! I don't even know why I said that. I don't know, but Big Daddy, uh, topic two. Topic two. <laughs> Great, we recorded that. Awesome. Yeah, topic two. It's being used. <laughs> hammers. Hammers. Yes. The hammers of the gods. The hammers. So, uh, as our listeners will know, we have been highlighting a different event each podcast. Mm-hmm. What did and, we do last week? Uh, we did Weights for Distance. Yes, we did. We did. Great. And we're now to Hammers. Hammers. And hammers are really pretty cool. One of the more popular events as well. Um, hammers are probably one of the more dangerous of the of the events. You're singing. Are you trying to tell me something? No, I'm just saying that it is a. It can be a dangerous. You realize I was almost killed part. by a hammer. You were actually. You yes. remember that? Yes, I do. Portland. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Remember the guy's name that tried to kill me? No. I do. Who? Adam Larson. All right. Yeah, shout out to Adam shout Larson. Shout Adam. Well done. Yeah. You almost did it. Almost did it. You almost did it, what everybody's was, been trying to do. If it wasn't for the look on the guy's face that was out further in the field than me. That was facing I would have never, the hammer <laughs> yeah, and you right. were away. Yeah. Yep. Remember, what's the number one rule of hammers? Never turn your back to the never hammer. Never turn right? your back. Yep. yep. Okay. So for those uh, who don't know... So the hammer comes in two sizes. Well, it comes in multiple sizes, but heavy and light. The men's heavy is 22 pounds. The light is 16. And the uh, lightweights uh, throw the same. The women throw a 16-pound for their heavy. Mm-hmm. And the 12-pound or occasionally the ultralight, which is a 9-pound. And they have various handles, too. Uh, a lot of times they'll have a... Yeah, the the older, very traditional right. ones are a rattan handle, which is wood for you people that don't yeah, know. Yeah, basically a bamboo. Yeah, big bamboo, like like you know, like opie fishing. <laughs> it's a bamboo pole, and and uh, like the other implements, there's a very specific. So the weight is very important to be specific to that weight, and the length of the shaft of the hammer. Oh, say that know, again. The length of the <laughs> shaft of your hammer. Some are larger than others. Yes, they are. <laughs> your mother's been telling stories about me again. But it must be only 50 inches. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. And um, But most are PVC pipe, you know, like a Schedule 80 PVC, PVC pipe. Yep, they hold up well. Yeah. And um, you... You face your back to the target. You're inside of the trig. Uh, sometimes it's a double trig. Sometimes it's a single. If it's a single, you have to at least have at least one foot inside the trig. You can't go past the line of the trig, right, Big Daddy? That's right. And you then um, uh, begin by uh, just rotating the hammer around your body. Right, as opposed to your body around the hammer. <laughs> this is true. And um, it, really, there's no rules on how many turns you can do before you release. Oh, you yeah. You can I do mean, one, you can do two, you can do three, you can do four, you can do 20. But most people are in the <laughs> somewhere between two and four category. You're probably not building up much speed at 20. Yes, exactly. Um, and you, uh, on your final one, you are both pulling across your body, pulling up, lifting up. Um Turning then your chest to the target. Getting your hands in the hands air like you just don't up care. High, yep, like a big cheerleader giving the old YMCA. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I, I always maybe think. Maybe I should think of that cue when yeah, I'm doing a YMCA. No. Yeah, okay. maybe. Is that the song that goes through your head when you're throwing hammer? Because no. I'm thinking more no. like raining men for you. <laughs> yeah. It's raining men. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's raining men. Yeah. The weather girls. <laughs> um, but we digress. And, um, and there you go. But you're rotating that hammer. We just took the most manly event that we have, the hammer toss, and just turned it into the... Well, yeah. hey, you know, we, we're we okay with that. Yeah. We're okay with that. Because there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with All that. All right. Get your hand off my leg. Anyway. <laughs> we, um, so you go... Uh, but you're rotating that hammer really fast, right? Yes. And you got a 22 or 16 pound ball that you are rotating very fast in an orbit. And if that thing comes loose, comes out of your hand, that's why you throw inside of a cage. Yep. So that if that thing came loose, it wouldn't kill the crowd that is around you. Or other athletes. Yeah, or other athletes. And actually, it's the athletes that are most in danger because you're sitting around in a circle waiting <laughs> for your turn, yeah. waiting for this hammer to come in your lap. Drinking beer. Yeah. No, they don't drink beer on the fields. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah no, and, um, Gatorade. Right. Gatorade. Gatorade. You know, I almost got hit by a hammerhead that came off when a guy was practicing. Really? Yeah, an Edom Claw, actually, a couple of years ago. A guy was winding, and uh, the head just came off. Yeah. And it came right at me. And uh, I just jumped out of the way, and it totally took out. Um, it was like a bowling ball. Totally took out the cooler. Two chairs and a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't think a little ball would make yeah. that kind of damage, but it blew it blew shit up. Yeah. Well, it's it's a real life version of kind of imagining when you've got cannonballs and things being yeah. <laughs> sent at you at velocity. You understand why they went through the holes of ships and you know and took legs took off, legs off yeah. in the field of battle and stuff like that, right? So yeah. it can be dangerous, um, but it also is spectacular when you're launching this implement and it's flying through the air and the distances are quite large. Yeah, Does yeah, it's actually the, the furthest event that it gets thrown. Furthest, yep. It, it it needs the most space on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and as of course, we always start with the masters, the legends, the class. legends class. And just to give people an idea of how far these are going, so for example, in the world record holders uh, for the 40 to 44-year-olds, um, that is held by uh, Alistair Gunn, one of the great, all-time <laughs> greats. Go figure. 114 feet, one inch, set in 2005. As a, as a master. That's the that. heavyweight. That's the 22-pounder. And then the lightweight, same year, Alistair set that that record as well, 134 feet, nine and a half Big inches. shocker, Alistair Gunn throwing the hammer real far, huh? Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, the 45-49, Bill Anderson. In 1986, that record is held a long time. It probably won't ever be yeah. broken. And then, and then also 132 feet, one inch, only a couple behind Alistair, but he's five years older, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Anderson, in 86 as well. So that's an amazing record. And I think he did that during an exhibition. Did he really? Yeah, he, I, you know, he was uh, at one of the games. It might have been Santa Rosa. Yeah. Somebody can probably check that, but I believe it was Santa Rosa. And uh, just went out, he was throwing, and he threw a hammer and... Boom. Blew it away, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. And then the next one, just to give people a, fl- a feel. So we're talking the 50 to 54-year-olds. The heavy uh, is held by Mark McDonald, 96 feet 7 inches. Still nowhere near my PR yet, and these are the heavy uh, hammers. Mm-hmm. Um, he set that in 2012, recently in Germany. I'm going to make a prediction about that one. Yeah. That falls this year. 
You think so? To who? Gene Flynn. Oh, is he in that class this yeah, year? Yeah, he turned 50. He's going to turn 50 this year. Oh. And uh, and I know Gene. Yeah. But uh, in last year's Masters World Championships, he had a 98er. Ooh. You know, he can go over 100 with that thing. All right. So, yeah. I like that. Uh, and then Mark also set uh, the lightweight hammer at 120 in that class. That was uh, a year earlier, 2011, and he hit that in Scotland. Yeah, I think Gene could break that too. I really so, do. There you go. That's the Masters ones. Um, the heavy hammer in say the, so for the, the pros, uh, the world, uh, the, the world, the world record, uh, in the heavy is 129 feet, 10 and a half inches. Um, by guess who? By Matt Sanford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he did that. Robo Scot- thrower. And he did that in Scotland in 1998. That thing's been there a long time. He was peaking at that time. I yep. mean, that guy was amazing. Uh, the U.S. champion, though, set actually this last year, Dan McKim. Big Dan, Dan McKim. McKim yep. the, sa- the human Sasquatch. <laughs> He's awesome. 124 feet, 11 inches. Uh, he set that in Albuquerque in 2012. Uh, and let's give a shout to the ladies. Uh, the U- the world's is Valerie Adams, 99 feet, 1 inch. Um, and um, the U.S. is Andrea Montag. Montague. Montague. And that's uh, 98 feet, 10 inches, set in Mesa in 2009. So that's cool. That whiteboard's talking again. Yeah. Candy, you have something to say? That's Je- Andrea Andre Montague, Thor- Andrea Thornton Montague, Jeff Thornton's sister. Oh, well, there you go. So a th- local thrower in the Pacific Northwest, a lightweight champion. Jeff Thornton. Uh, Jeff Thornton. One-time world champion. Yeah. And uh, his sister. There you go. <laughs> good blood. Good genes. And then in the lightweight, so that's the 16-pound men's hammer again, and for the women, the 12 you got the world record at Bruce uh, Atkin, 156 feet, eight and a half. Yeah, that guy's in amazing. Scotland. Amazing. That's insane. And then um, the the U.S. record is held by the same Dan McKim. 152 feet, five, five inches. That was in Albuquerque as well. That's fairly typical. If you'll see in these records, I was looking at them, Jay, uh-huh. on NASGA and on, on the on the world's masters website if you're on in a given day you're on pretty much for both right yeah. if you set a record in the in the heavies you got it going on and you will take the light and crank it yeah because he's already moving that heavy so fast yeah that light probably feels like nothing yeah, in his hands. exactly there's other there's a cool thing on the website as well uh this um uh scottish ma- uh, scottish highlands.net guy that's doing all the um uh uh, records uh-huh. uh, stuff that yeah. I, we gave a shout to previously. Um, and it's cool because they show how things break down. So, for example, in the 22-pound hammer, um, the oldest records that they really can confirm is back like to 1938. A Jay McClellan um, had a 102 feet, 6.5 inches in Scotland. Uh, and then he broke his own record in 47 at 103, nine and a half. Well, nine and, years later, huh? Yeah, so it keeps breaking. Um, and then from there, it's a pretty complete list. So that record stood for 14 years before it was broken by Bill Anderson at 123.5 in 1969. Huh. And then in 83, again, that record stood for 15 years before it was broken by Grant Anderson. Bill's in, brother. In Bill Santa Rosa. Brother. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, the way that that, that happens, um, and then 
in the 16 pound, there's um, uh, the records go back. They've, they've got at least one record in the 1840s, which was a pendulum style swing uh, with kind of a short, thick handle. So not the modern version uh, that he threw that Alistair McCarty threw. How do you say that? McCarty. McCarty. Threw it 88 <laughs> feet, 10 inches. Um, comfortable loogie. And then there's, uh, of course, the infamous and famous Donald Denny. Donald Denny. Yeah, 107 yep. feet, 10 inches. Uh, in 1867 is the unif- is the is when he set that. Um, Donald Denny, uh, people should look him up if you don't know him. Um, and Highland Games people should know him, right? He's you can't a miss him. Famous uh, strongman, right? One of the original uh, stars of the Highland Games athletics, and really overall athletics, right? Right. Yeah. 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 He was, had uh, he had a lot of unofficial throws. What the hell is that? What the? That, that's uh, anyway. It, we're supposed so, to have some quiet on the side. What is that? I don't know. What? Holy! What the? Jay? Oh, what? The, Hey, oh, wait a minute. Wait, what is that? I recognize him. Yeah? That's Donald Denny. No, it's... Dude, I, okay, I'm a bit scared. Where's our security? Where's security? Security's security. asleep. He's asleep. Oh, where, there he goes. There he goes. Hey. Get, He's just hey. left the room. Um, he just ran out the door. Um, uh, can we help you, sir? Can, yeah, can we help you? I'm the ghost of Donald Denny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been awakened by some of the crap I've been hearing from your little tune box. And let me tell you something, Lottie. I'm not very happy about it. Uh, gosh, I'm sorry, sir. I mean, what? Do you see all these medals on me chest? Uh, yeah, I can hear them. Two of them are like killing a man with <laughs> me bare hands. Really? Yes. You're famed to have worn a vest that had all of your medals on them. I can see you're wearing it now. Of course I'm wearing it now. What the hell do you think? I was buried in it. What's that stupid look on your face, laddie? And what's with this big, fat, white guy with the bald head? What's your problem? Cat got your tongue? Uh, no, sir. I, <laughs> I've never seen a ghost before. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and we were just yeah. talking about you. Yeah, dude, this is weird. <laughs> well, it's pretty weird for me to be standing here talking to a couple of apes. He's not very polite, Big Daddy. No, I, I, I'm no. not liking him very much. You know, yeah. I I just read about you in the World Highland Games history book, and, you know, you had a lot of accomplishments. Yeah, I was thinking you were pretty cool. It seemed like a lot of them were unofficial, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what do you mean by that, laddie? Unofficial? What is unofficial? What What does that mean? Is that kind of a smart comment coming out of your wee mouth? I don't even like the way you look. With those wee beady eyes, that smug look on your face. I, I gotta smack the, if I wasn't transparent, I'd smack that look right off your weeb noggin. Well, um, Donald, uh, is there something we can do for you? Why? why have you yes, been, of course. There's something you can do for me. Can you get me a beer, a drink, perhaps? I I would, but it Scotch? would go. It would go right through you. Oh, that's right. I'm a ghost. Anyway, let me tell you why I'm here, laddie. You ready? I, I, I'm afraid. I'm yes, afraid too. I'm I don't know. I don't even know if I'm. I'm gonna stay in the room. This is freaky, man. I am scared. You guys Damn. are a couple of pansies. Where are you, Nancy boys, from? Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can see it in your face. 
Anyway, let me get back to my point. So I was listening to that little toony box you got playing there with the, what do you call it, an iPod, iPow, whatever you call it. And I hear that you had an interview with a little lad by the name of Francis Brebner. You that, remember that? That's true, Donald. Yes, we had Francis Brebner on. Seven-time World Caber champion. It, it was a great interview. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was cool. Oh, yeah, it was wonderful. Right up until the time where he lied through his eye teeth about me. He lied about you? Yeah, uh, what? What do you mean he lied about he you? He was talking about you, the Denny Stones and... I. Hey, the Dinny Stones. Do you know why they're called the Dinny Stones? Well, because... Because they're named after me, you stupid idiot! Uh, yeah, we knew Boy, that. you guys got some stupid looks on your face. Who? I ought to just... If I wasn't transparent, I'd smack that wee face right off your noggin. I'm sorry, Dad. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know who pissed you off, Mr. Dinny. I really yeah. don't know who pissed you off. But we did not intend to piss you off. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, serious. I don't want to be haunted, dude. No, 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 What's no, up no, with no, this? no. This is the last thing I need. I well, got a lot of problems. It, I don't need to be haunted by you. Well, but so Donald, what, what was it that Mr. Dinny? Sorry, yes, what, Mr. Dinny, to you. What What was it that uh, Francis said that upset you? What didn't he say that upset me? Well, well I remember. Let oh, me ask you a question. Oh my goodness, Jay! Wait a minute. This guy is... He's, I remember. Did they have Prozac back in the day? No, no. I, I think I know why he's upset. Why? There, Francis did mention something about the Denny Stones. You know, he did. He did mention but the he, thing about the Denny Stones. What did he say about him? You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? He, he was saying that the... Um, he Denny said that Stones, I didn't carry them across the bridge. Well, no, no. He, he uh, Excuse me, Mr. Denny. Uh, to, to be fair to Francis, what he told... Fair to Francis? He wasn't fair to me when he was smearing my name all over the... Whatever said, you call this thing. He said he said that he was um, pretty sure that He said that you, he wasn't pretty sure. You didn't carry both across the to the bridge at the same time. He One at a time. He did say you carried them one at a time. Sir. One at a time. He, he said there's no way you carried both. You know, across. Francis Bremner's pretty strong. He's a little pudgy fat guy. That guy couldn't carry my underwear. Let me tell you something. I picked up both of those stones with two fingers of each hand. Two. Two. Raved them over my head. Walked across the bridge. Set them down. Picked them back up. And walked back across the bridge again. Three times in a row. Yeah, that's the lore. Yeah, yeah. The what? That that's what. That's the myth. The the. It. What I. I'm going to smack that wee look off your noggin. What are you talking about, the myth? Francis, that's what Francis said. I, Screw I, Francis Brebner. He's half the reason I'm here. I was sleeping. Okay? I've been dead for years. And this little stupid, snide man comes out of nowhere, and you believe every word he says. Do you see all these medals on me chest? Do you think they give them to me, lad? I earned every one of them. The problem with you people... And I've been watching you people. I've been watching you at Earth with all you strength athletes walking around. Eh, I'm the strongest man in the world. You're nothing. You're nothing compared to me. Give me the strongest man. I'd have picked him up over my head and chucked him across the English Channel. See the medals? I this see. one here I got for punching a man right in the eye with me pinky. <laughs> 
Wow. That's funny to you. That's Let me punch amazing. you. If I wasn't transparent, I'd beat the crap out of well, you. Well, Mr. Dinny, listen, we will pass along your I still concern <laughs> to Francis. I want to know I, where our security went. I'm trying to yeah, figure that out. I, I'm sure we can pass along the concern to, the, to Francis that he should where is reconsider he? it. Where is he? Well, he's down in California. Where's California? Downstairs? Uh, yeah, no. No, it's this, this state to the south of us. Huh? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Shut up. Shut your wee lying mouth. I know he's in here. Where is he? Where is he? He's not here. He's, You're a liar. He's not here. He's Let me tell you something. If I ever find that Francis Brebner, I'm going to punch him in his wee face. You Ooh, tell him is. I'm looking for him because when I'm done scouring the earth finding him, he is going to be in more trouble than you can imagine. And because you guys are harboring him, you're in just as much trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, you oh, know, okay, uh, okay. Mr. Denny, I'm a big fan of yours. A big fan. So, hey, where'd he go? Oh, uh, oh hey. Oh, dude, dude. He's leaving. Oh, my God. He left. Holy shit. <gasps> I think I, I think, think I, I shit my pants. I think I soiled myself. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. uh, Man, I, I mean, I knew we had a powerful outreaching can, show, but I didn't can, realize that we actually hit the afterlife. Can we please go to the next topic? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Where's security? Can we please? Where the hell did our security can go? Can we please go to the next topic? All, all I got to say is that, you know, I got to say this. Uh, Francis Brebner, if you're listening, run for your life. Man, I hope we don't anger the spirit of Denny again. I hope not either. That guy Holy is cow. scary. All right, let's go to the next topic, yeah, please. 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 <laughs> now, our operation is small, but there's a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. So which of you fine gentlemen would like to join our team? Oh, there's only one spot open right now, so we're going to have... Tryouts. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy topic three. Oh, we're on. Okay. Topic three. Historical figure. Yes. Historical figures. We my love favorite. historical figure. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, and this one is sponsored once again by the G Force unit. Indeed. The G-Force Strength Unit uh, uses amazing feats of strength. Badasses for God. That's it. And actually, it's really appropriate. I'm stopping here because it's really appropriate that they are sponsoring the historical figure because they are working for one of the biggest historical figures of all time. You got that right. Jesus Marumba. And his all-girl kazoo band. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, So uh, we'll have to consider that for a... uh, Historical figure sometime. So the G4 strength unit uses amazing feats of strength to communicate a positive motivational message in school assemblies and other public forums and to present the gospel of Jesus Christ in religious forums. Amen. To inquire about the availability of the G4 strength unit or to contribute, contact Crush at 304-893-4372. That's 304-893-4372. Four three seven two, and or check out the Facebook page by typing G Four Strength Unit into your search bar. Roger that. Yeah, they're uh, they're nonprofit, Big Daddy. They operate solely by just um, faith and givings and donations. Um, they uh, they actually do not have fees or any kind of hidden expenses, no, no. right? Any of that kind of thing. These but guys are just passionate dudes. They're just passionate, awesome dudes that um, make uh, these feats of strength to 
call people out uh, to a higher calling and yep. to find strength in themselves that they didn't know that they had. You never know where you're going to find God. That's right. So uh, they travel domestically, internationally. They have uh, three of the athletes are Highland Games athletes. Crush, helps. Mammoth, and Juice. Yeah, the Juicer. Yeah. They've got a variety of different models and taglines. Uh, the one this week I want to use is powerful message, powerful presentation. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that because it's got powerful twice. And uh, also want to give them a shout because this Sunday, right? Just Sunday, yep, Sunday, Sunday. The, at the Haven of Hope in Philippi, West Virginia, they've Haven. got an event. They've got an operation outreach that they're doing their uh, their strength stuff with that really? crew. Yeah. So it'll be awesome. I was out there, I'd go. I, I, I really would like to see it. It'll be good. Yep, it'd be good. All right, so th- shouts to them. Thanks a lot, as uh, as always, guys, for sponsoring and the, the G-Force Nation. Yep, G-Force yep. Nation. Good guys. Awesome. Um, all right, Big Daddy. Um, yep. No, no. Yes. No, no. Yes. It's. Uh, I hate this time, Mr. I know you do. I know you do. But I get depressed. We have to invoke the name of he who shall be named. Yes. Sir. Isaac. Newton. Boo. Boo. Figgy. Figgy. We hate your guts, you skinny little worm. The skinny little worm. And we hate him. Why? We hate him because... He uh, popularized a physical property of the universe that we choose to ignore. Yeah. And if it not for him, we would have PRs that fly off into the infinite universe and we would rock. Right. But, you know, here's the thing. I've had a lot of people tell me. I was at the coffee bar the other day, right? Mm -hmm. Guy comes up. He says, hey, I heard your show. I'm like, oh, you like it? Yeah. I don't like that Isaac Newton thing you guys do. I said, why not? He goes, you know. The guy, basically, he didn't invent gravity, okay? He actually just came up with a theory about gravity, you know, and dropped a couple of, you know, objects off the Leaning Tower of Pisa or whatever he did, and uh, they felt the same. Oh, that's Galileo. Did you? That's what I told him. I was like, that's Galileo, you dumbass. (laughs) He goes, wait a minute, did you throw a giant... triple caramel macchiato in his face when he said this no i showed him gravity by drop kicking his ass <laughs> okay good for you yeah all right you want to know who our historical figure is i do okay it was a tough one we got a, we had a few first of all the vault is full of historical figures well you know and the thing is is we've got a lot we got big shoes to fill because that abraham lincoln bit yeah that it, it they're still good. talking about it was it. good it was good and we i got, was at safeway the other day oh, yes. and i was paid with a five dollar bill okay? <laughs> and the lady looks at me and she says that's a $5 bill. I go, yeah, it is. And she goes, it's got Abraham Lincoln on it. I go, yeah, it does. She goes, you know, the other day I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> and they're talking about, you know, this historical figure, Abraham Lincoln, and, and how, what he would do in his events called the Highland Games. He, he, she says, do you know anything about this? I'm like, no, go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Truly amazing. Bitch took the five bucks. Wow. Yeah. You're really on fire today with your... Uh, I'm in fuego. Your, yeah. Um that's Spanish for on fire, by the way, and for we, all of us we've even got, non-Spanish speaking. We've audience. even got Fork, Na- uh, Fork Talk Nation people giving us ideas, yeah, which we're going to use. So those are in the vault as right. well. Fork right? Talk Nation's getting stronger. Yeah. So anyway, the historical figure this week. Oh. Poseidon. Ooh. They named a ship after that guy. Well, yeah, they've named a lot after him. It sunk. Yeah? Well, it capsized. So here I was. Shut up. Whiteboard only candy sprinkles. So Big Daddy. So there I was. I was strolling down the boardwalk. There I was. 
in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Smothered in mustard. (laughs) (laughs) I was strolling down the boardwalk in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. In flip-flops. Wait a minute. In flip-flops, a pink thong, and a wife beater with a ketchup stain on it. I can see it now. (laughs) How did you guess? I didn't post any of those pictures. You didn't have to. Yeah. I know you. Um, And as I was doing a reconnaissance for Fork Talk, international reconnaissance, you know. Of course. As we do. I sent you there. And there's these sculptures along the beach and various sand sculptures and that kind of thing. And along the boardwalk is this cool brass sculpture. And it was a Poseidon. Really? Yeah. Why? Why, well, in, why in Mexico? Well, because it was by the sea. And Poseidon is associated he's with not the sea. Poseidon's he's, not Mexican. He's a, he's a world. Montezuma He's Mexican. a world deity. So he can be wherever a he what? wants. A world deity. Deity? Yes. Deity? Yeah. That's another word yeah, for a put god. Put that in Wikipedia. Um, so, and, but he had a particular... Uh, I still don't know what he's doing in Mexico, but go ahead. Well, he had a particular thing with him. That... A burrito? <laughs> no. <laughs> he had... A taco on a stick? He has a particular um, implement. implement that Whiteboard. he... Whiteboard. It was good. <laughs> Thanks, Candy Sprinkles. I was looking for the world. World. Yeah. I was looking for the world. I was looking for the world. What's the matter with you? Tongue tied? Boy, I'll tell you. Uh, you that, are... that ghost scared the shit out of him. You're thro- he I can am barely scared. talk. I am scared. And I can smell poop from here. I'm scared. I am... Um, he has an implement he carries with him in regularly hand. in his hand. He does. In and his it's... pants? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm Poseidon, king of the ocean. Look at my large implement. You're... Will you stop? It's my third beer. I know. I you're getting crazy. We're getting toward the end of the show. The, um... That Donald Denny scared the shit out of me, too. Let me the, tell you something. The, I, don't feel, I don't get scared easy. No. You see all the goddamn medals that guy's wearing? The, he had a lot of medals. Like, yeah, they jingled a lot. The implement. Like Marley's ghost. In you, the, have you seen Poseidon's implement? Yeah. What is it? It's a trident. It looks like a sheaf. It, it, it's a sheaf! <laughs> how, it's a sheaf fork. How dare you put it down like that? Put what down? I didn't put the fork down. Poseidon's got a sheaf fork. Oh, okay. He's well, one of the, I thought look, it was a trident. He's well. First of all, he's one of the twelve Olympian deities, right? He's brother of Zeus, so he's by just definition a badass. Why? Because Zeus is a badass. Yes, thunderbolt. He's going to throw a thunderbolt up your arse. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, thunderbolt and lightning. He's domain of the ocean, right? Uh, God of the sea, referred to as the Earth Shaker. Mm, yeah, man, gotta like that. And my assumption is, as the Earth Shaker, that when he throws sheaf, he does that little hop that you don't like. Oh, yeah. and, and so he has challenge with the sheaf getting high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has. Well, it's got to be really tough underwater. <laughs> it's true. You know, very true. The last time I threw an underwater very bag true. was Tacoma this last year. It got water soaked in the freaking rain monsoon <laughs> we had there. Yeah, he would have been good at that because he would have had the waters, you know, magically pull it up higher. Well, he's a god. You know, yeah, he's gonna be good exactly. at everything, right? Uh, according to, okay, so here's another one. He's typically depicted as an older bearded gentleman. That means he's awesome because he's a master. master. And people who have beards throw awesome. Yes. Yes. They're usually legends. Of course. Um, according to some folklore, he was saved by his mother, Rhea. Perlman? Okay. Real Perlman? From Texas? <laughs> yeah, no. He was saved by her who concealed him among a flock <laughs> of... Lambs. lambs of sheep. Me- so wait a minute. He's got a trident. His mom saved him in a sh- in a big flock of sheep. 
Are you reaching with this? Let me tell no, you something. How do you hide a baby in a good. flock of sheeps? He would. She. She was tricking Kronos, his father, who wanted to eat him. Eat who? A, into the fact that his she father had, wanted to eat him. Yeah, he wanted to consume him. These are some weird ass people. And so he, um, she hid him in the lamb field, and then she tricked Kronos into thinking that she gave birth to a horse. Where the fuck do you find this stuff? I'm serious. This is not real yes, mythology. It is. It's Greek mythology, baby. Real mythology. Get it? Yeah. He's known to be um, obviously particular to the trident that he has, right? The sheaf fork. Trident comes from the French word trident. <laughs> oh, wow. What a stretch. <laughs> yeah. In turn, it came That's from... That's like French fry. It comes from the French term French fry. <laughs> Exactly. You know, they only gave us two things, mayonnaise and french fries. We bailed out them out of Existen- two big wars. They gave, they gave us existentialism. Huh? The crepe. The sheaf? They gave us 69. Who did? The French. The French gave us 69? Yes. They A lot of good things came out of France. That's oh. what I'm saying. All right. The Latin trident. Uh, so the Latin for that is tridens or the tritense. Tritis. Huh? Tri meaning three. Yeah, I figured and that much. Dense meaning teeth. What does that also prove? Three Pro- teeth. Three times hey! better than two times. Look at that, baby. Huh? You see how it works? I'm selling you. Hey, Poseidon. Hey. We got historical some... figure. That's right. Good. That's right. Hey, let's talk about that three time versus the two time thing again, real quick while we're at it. We've done that already. I know, but listen, I just got a little uh, news blurb from our candy sprinkles. Oh, okay. Yes. She from the news desk, we have an old um, ad for she for forks for forks. forks. Yeah, yeah. That I bought for my good buddy Hoss. Yes, it was a lovely gift. Thank you, Big Daddy. You're welcome. The first fork, of course, is a three tine, you know, barley fork. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you look mm-hmm. down, the yep. second fork on there is the one that you would. It was a four tine that you would normally that the guys would normally modify it into a two tine because they chop right. off the end. Correct. Yes. And what kind of fork was that? Manure. So guess what that tells you? Two tines are pitching shit. Crapola. Yeah. Hey, you want to throw like crap? Use your two tines, brothers. Oh, we've <laughs> thrown it down. Yes. The gauntlet has been thrown. Three tine, baby. Big Daddy, that is historical figure. That is. That was a good one. Yeah. That Poseidon's a badass. He is, man. Yeah. I think he could throw some serious sheaf. I still don't understand what he's doing in Mexico, but what the hell? We need a miracle. It's very important. Look, I'm retired. Besides, why would you want someone the king's stinking son fired? I might kill whoever you want to meet the miracle. He's already dead. He is, huh? I'll take a look. All right, and Big Daddy, that's the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you for listening. Thanks again to our sponsor, Mattress Ranch, www.mattressranch.com. That's one word, mattressranch.com. And uh, G4 Strength Unit. Excellent. Thanks for all the Facebook likes up to 203. Whoop-dee-doo. Start telling your friends to start liking us. Yeah. I'm getting tired of seeing. I don't want to see anything under 500 from now on. Yeah, Fork Talk Nation. It's, you know, Big Daddy is, um, you know, the national treasure. That I am. He uh, He's a very important individual. And having, Just ask me. And having to deal with him not having this likes higher is really painful for me. So if you like Hoss at all, please... Get those likes up so I don't have to deal with them. Yeah, that's your motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I like that motivation. <laughs> what um, are we having next time, Hoss? 
Next time, we're going to be talking about weight over bar. Got it. Yeah. We're going to be talking about, I think, some sheaf tape techniques. Tape, tape up the sheaf for Yeah, and whether you tape it or not. Uh, of course, current events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Historical yep. figure. Historical figures, our favorite one. You know, like yeah. I say, they're still talking about Abraham Lincoln. Yep. And uh, another special guest. Yeah. We yeah, didn't we, have, we didn't have a guest this week. You we know? didn't. Yeah. We had we had, we had uh, one lined up. We did, but you know? uh, there was a bit of a... Um, well, of a, they couldn't on their side, right? Yeah, it was a diva issue. You know, wanted too much money. Was it? You know? Yeah. The rider was too big. Yeah. We, we couldn't afford the amount of... Uh, yeah. Cheap. Um, Wax that they wanted, yeah, and um, Velcro gloves that they needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I maybe maybe next time we can meet their needs. Let's hope so. Um, and uh, Fork Talk podcast comes out twice a month, right? It does twice a month. Questions and comments, email us at info at forktalk dot com on Facebook at Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. Until next time, may the fork be with you, Big Daddy. You are the sheaf to my fork. Schlanchamor. Big Daddy and Hoss have left the building. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding, lovable host, Big Daddy and Hoss. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!